and thank you so much for joining us for another episode of What Are You Reading? As you can tell by the ambiance right now. You can tell we're not inside mm. our uh, usual confines of Atlanta Vintage Books. We have ventured out to the Decatur Book Festival as we did in the previous year. I'm Tim Rose, of course, and with me, like last year, I've got the amazing... Alini Mello! Alini, it is always awesome to have you on. Every time you're on, I'm like, why doesn't Alini just do this and I yeah. don't do it? Like, like, why am I not in charge of this? Yeah, I'm like, Alini should just <laughs> handle everything. Like, no, I mean, it's kind of serious. Like, it's like, she's I'm amazing. I'm just letting Tim and Ian kind of start it out, exactly. you know, get, and then yeah, get it on its feet. Yep. And then I'll take over. This is just, the this rolling. is the long con, Yeah, Tim. it's working. It's really <laughs> working. And I even know that it's a con and it's still working. Yeah. No, anyways. That's the beauty. So, Alini, every time you're on the podcast in this capacity, something awesome has just happened for you and can you share about a recent um poem that has been uh publicized yeah. um i'm, I'm afraid published? i don't want to uh, pu- what did i say did i say pu- i meant published. published sorry i meant published can you share about a recent poem that has been published and uh, we're pretty excited because did, I, if i want to say you might have read it first on our podcast that is so true tim I'm not uh, trying to put, bring it back to us, the podcast. No. Trying to keep, I was still. actually inspired by the podcast to write that poem. No, but the first time I was in uh, your podcast, I think this is the third time maybe or yeah. fourth. Um, I think fourth, I if you count like it. little segments. That's right, that's right. Wow, The yeah. one with the reading at, at um, Urban Grind. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it. it's called ESL and it's been published in the New, the new Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be found online. If you just probably Google mm-hmm. Alini Mello and then the New Republic, you'll probably see it. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's also like one of the journals slash magazines that are actually like in Barnes and Noble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can go see that. But it's awesome. pretty exciting. We actually, um, it's me and Jesus. Uh, we both are the Undocu Poets for 2018. Mm-hmm. And um, our people like was like, hey, who wants to just send us some poems? You know, people like our connection at New Republic is looking for a poem wow. and then uh, several of us sent sent our poems and then just one each and then they chose mine and his so wow. that's awesome yeah it's and pretty exciting you mentioned something in one of your Facebook posts that this it is this poem itself had been rejected a few yeah times. oh my gosh I I, I was, was when I read Twitter. that I was very shocked to hear that because it's such a beautiful yeah. it's such an incredible poem it's that's just it, I've sent it with other poems that I think aren't as good and the other ones get yes the other ones get accepted and yep. this one not and i'm like oh, one man. time it got rejected and because the person said they didn't like how i did my lines and i'm just like can you tell me what you want me to do with my lines because i'll totally i'm not wow. married to these lines like, <laughs> we can edit but um i'm glad that it found its home you know yeah. like sometimes the rejections um can maybe kind of hurt yeah. but at the same time it's what you sign up for if you're trying to get published yeah. as a writer and yeah, and the so, New Republic is a good spot for it. Yeah, I, I actually like, hadn't heard about it. <laughs> and then, and then um, one of my mentors actually was like, oh, you should celebrate. And I was like, oh, sure. And he's like, no, like, no, like, really. This is like, a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. And then he was like telling me how many people actually read it. And I was like, oh, okay. So. <laughs> well, I'm glad. But I do want to tell you about a book bit. I've been reading, yeah, Tim. Please, please. But wait. I finished it, so I'm not reading anymore. Um, so I really want to watch Crazy Rich Asians, but I know it's based on a book. So I was like, hey, I'm going to go to the beach and I'm going to read this book. Awesome. Um, it's not very good. 
Oh, yeah. Man. I'm kind of a book snob, though. Mm-hmm. So because I work as an editor, I'm constantly editing things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, I just can't stop. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there were just some cliches in there. You know, at one point, she's, like, looking at the moon, and she's like, the lonely boy at the moon. And then she, like, meets someone, and then she's like, maybe the boy in the moon isn't so lonely anymore. Uh, you know, yeah, like, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. And, like, his, yeah. her knight in shining armor was on her his way, and it wasn't, like, sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, so I'm just like, no! I don't know. But yeah. And the story, I was like, okay, this is cool, this is cool. But at the same time, like, the main characters weren't my favorite. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of developing. Like, the minor characters were more interesting to me mm-hmm. than the main ones. I'm wow. still looking forward to watching the movie because I've heard really good things. Mm-hmm. I've also heard that the movie is actually better than the book, so that's exciting. Nice. But, um, yeah, I probably won't be wa- reading the next two because it's a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. Already released, like, all three of our... Yeah, all three oh, wow. are out. I feel very behind that I did not know that. I but. know. So, uh. I, am, I am donating my copy. So, if anyone <laughs> wants, just reach out. At the Alini Mello on social media. Um, but yeah. That's good to know. That's what I've been reading. That's good to know. Well, can I share a book? Is I've, it bad I that read? I just trashed this book in your podcast? No. I mean, no, I think it's, I think okay. it's fair to like, I think if you have something you have legitimate yeah. qualms with and aren't, aren't as... Yeah, we don't all have okay. to like yeah. love all the books. Um, I'm trying to think of a book I've read recently that I wasn't a fan of. But can I share a book... That you like That I've, that I loved, but I'm, I'm struggling out. with. I'm okay. struggling with. Is it the I have Bible? some issues with it. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you know? Oh my Maybe goodness. I that That's the one I always share. What are you reading, Tim? <laughs> the Bible, of course. Oh my God. What do you, Love what do you it, think I am? But <laughs> I'm struggling. Love it, but uh, I got some issues right now with this uh, whole. No, and no. Uh, but I love it, but I, it's hard. it's one of those I'm, I'm really thinking a lot about. And uh, um, I've, I've several people in my, uh, that I know have read it, loved it, and one recommended it. So. Have you heard of um, It's called A Little Life by Hanya Yanagihara. No. It is, a, it is one of the... I've never read a book as brutal and as beautiful in the same book. Like It, is, it is an incredible... It is, it is a very difficult book, but usually difficult books I have to put down and not read for, but this one I couldn't stop. Oh. And it was like... And it was. This is not a good time for me to be reading. Difficult because it. of it's like um, painful. Yeah, it's a very painful book. It's it kind of centers around these four, um, like roommates that are really close friends, and then it kind of narrows in on one of the characters, and you start to learn about who he is, why he has uh, certain, ah uh, man, certain issues, I guess, and then you learn about his past and where mm. where this all came from, and it, it is, um, there's it's there's never a break, like it, which this may not have been the best time for me to read something like that because I'd really don't, it's things are rough as it is um but it was it was incredible. you should read crazy rich Asians. okay well I'll definitely <laughs> very light <laughs> well I'll definitely check it quick out quick read I read it over a weekend so I'm lending it to you well thank you but yeah this one I, I still recommend but it's uh it's one of those it's one of those difficult recommendations I think it's worth reading but mm-hmm. it's just uh it's it's really depressing. It's really, okay. But it's mesmerizing, too. I don't know. Anyways. Well, I like the words you chose. Brutal oh, and beautiful. Yeah. Well, let's go walk around. <laughs> yes, let's do that. And talk to some people we're and gonna, ask what they're reading. Yeah, like last year, we are going to talk to some uh, some attendees. We're going to also talk to some uh, people maybe at certain booths, maybe representing mm-hmm. different uh, publications. And then we'll also hopefully talk to even maybe some of the authors that are here and uh, what they're 
reading slash what they're talking about here yeah. at the book festival. So thank you for listening and thank you, Alini, for always uh, always being here. This is awesome. Anytime I will be here, just call me. <laughs> All right, let's go. So here we are at the Decatur Book Festival and we're just going around and, and going to different exhibits and stuff and asking people what they're reading. So right now we have Roxana Guilford Blake. Yes, and she has fabulous blue hair <laughs> and uh, just blue sunglasses. It's just really working. And blue eyes. Oh my gosh, that's true. You, you should be here to see that, but I guess you can't. Just trust us. It's great. Yeah, and Roxana, we... Um, we know her from a, a book club that we started a while back, a few years ago, at her house. Um, her and her husband attended. It was just such a blast yeah. getting to know them, getting to hear what they're reading, getting to hear, you know, her husband's an author, getting to hear some of his writing. It was just, uh, we, we miss you guys a lot. So it was great to run into you here. So amazing. Great to run into you. I miss that so much. Yeah. Yes. We are, fun. we are really thinking about, yeah. And I feel like we all kind of feel it and are maybe hopefully yeah, planning something. Yeah, it's good in to be in community like that. But I need to get this on the record. I was told we weren't allowed to call it a book club. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's true. I think that was Ian's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, book you know? clubs aren't cool enough? Evidently. <laughs> it's a book camaraderie. No, I don't know. <laughs> so tell us what you have been reading. The last thing I read was Lincoln and the Bardo, and I have to read it again. It's it's brilliant, and the language will just blow you away, but it's not an easy read. It's The narrative structure is fascinating, but it's you can't just sit down and read it. I was reading it while I was at the lake last weekend. That's not the place to read Lincoln <laughs> and the Bardo. The Highly recommended. Loaned it to someone else before I realized that I was going to have to sit down and read it again. So oh, What's no. it about? Oh, wow. Okay. It's about um, Abra- right after Abraham Lincoln's son dies, he's, he's in a uh, mausoleum, and the characters are all people who aren't dead. They're in, in this liminal space. They're not dead. They're not alive. They're, they're, they're ghosts that haven't gone over, mm-hmm. and it's the story of them and the, uh, the little boy and, the, and Lincoln coming to visit the little boy, and it's... Um, it's surreal, it's supernatural, it's, um, that's the best I can tell you, but okay. all the characters, almost all the characters are dead. Okay. And this that is based on, like, a true fact, like, did Abraham Lincoln lose a son? Well, he did lose a son, but okay. nothing else about it. Yeah. It's sort of, he launches <laughs> I mean, into And it's fine, I'm drawing a blank on his name, oh, George, by George Sanders. Okay. And it's, oh, wow. Yeah, it's his first novel. And um, I like his short stories. The novel is completely different. Okay. So. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you for that I'll recommendation. That sure. Oh, wow. And thank you. How have you enjoyed the festival so far? I've only seen been to two events. I uh, went to one on um, on um, on the history. You know, different ways we've tried to cure things. And then right. this one right here with John Pavlovich, if that's how you say his name, who was just brilliant and inspirational. And yeah. I'm not even a Christian. I'm like, I need to go join a church now. So. <laughs> yeah, he was talking about opening up the table, right, or mm-hmm. having a bigger table, yeah, yeah, yeah. To include mm-hmm. people and reaching yeah. out to people maybe who don't feel as welcome yeah. in faith communities and he has really a marvelous blog post a blog if you want to if you can go read it yeah. i used to follow him on facebook but he's very political and he's very um articulate and passionate awesome. so uh Usually when people say someone's very political, it's usually a negative Oh, no, no. So, so, like, what do you like about the fact that he's very political? The fact that if you actually believe that we are all 
air quotes, brothers and sisters, then the way politics is being handled today is a complete slap in the face. And you can't be apolitical and say that we're all brothers and sisters, that we all are children of God, and, <laughs> and, 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 and claim to have the politics that the current administration has. Yeah. So I just, I mean, he even said something along these lines is, you can't be political. He doesn't tell Jesus, hey, wait in the car, I need to go talk about politics mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. It yeah. totally informs what he does. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, man. That's really well said. Oof. Almost. you got to clean that up. No, no not no, at all. No, perfect. no, no. We won't. We yeah. won't touch it. <laughs> you should have introduced him yeah. up there and been Seriously. like, actually answer all these questions. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so good to see you. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say? Are you looking forward to reading another book? or? I haven't picked the next book yet. I'm hoping I find it here. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So, so good to see you. Thank you Likewise, so much for doing this. Audio hugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things I love about the Decatur Book Festival is I feel like I've run into so many people I know. And so <laughs> that that has happened many times today, but I'm especially excited about um, someone I just ran to now. You might recognize him as a previous guest on the podcast. Executive Director of uh, Friends of Refugees, Brian Bollinger, is here. Brian, how's it going? Hey, it's going well. It's a beautiful afternoon. I'm glad I got here after the heat started going down. That was probably a good idea. We were here earlier and it was, uh, it was toasting. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's hot. So what brings you to the book festival? Just to wander and look? Do you have anything in particular looking for or just see You know, books? we always like to come out to the book festival. It's just kind of a chance to get kind of get away for a minute. Uh, my, my parents were really gracious to watch the kids for a bit. Awesome. And we brought our new housemate who's a, a recent... Uh, a, um, recently new to Georgia. She's gone to work down at Ernst & Young, and so she'd never been to the Decatur Book Festival. So we said, hey, you gotta come with us. And uh, we usually enjoy just looking for, you know, a few discount books mm. and really enjoy getting a chance to meet authors yeah. or, or kind of be the first to see uh, maybe a new children's book or something that our kids might enjoy that might be especially something super local to, to the area here. So it's yeah. a it's just a neat space. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they got a little bit of everything here. Like I love yes. the local, I especially love the local aspect. Like you said, I feel like we found several like kind of almost like emerging or like local authors that I may not have heard of because they're kind of small scale, small local, but um, yeah, absolutely. No, and, and I think like I remember, you know, one year I found a book that ended up um, being, um, it was actually, well, one time there was a booth and one of the authors was actually one of my employees and I had no oh, idea whoa. she had been part of a collaborative <laughs> effort to write this one storybook and, you know, it was just like, wow, like, wow, you would not, you know, again, we, we don't all get to interact on staff as much as, as we might like and say, yeah. and, and she's a, a teacher in our ESL school and I just was just a delightful thing but I remember one book I bought uh, had a history of uh, of um, uh, our town Clarkston and it wow. was like a really well explored history from wow. way 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 back and I you know I just would never have had the chance to encounter that if I hadn't been out here that's awesome well I always have to ask of course what are you reading what's anything that you're currently engaged with that you're really enjoying yeah absolutely so uh, I am, as I mentioned last time, I'm usually in the middle of several books. I, there's four in particular that I'm in the middle of right now that I'm really, really intrigued by and enjoying. Um, the first one uh, is just a really interesting book called The Entitlement Cure. And it's just a, a great book about kind of breaking your own internal sense of entitlement within um, your personal life, your work life, and then how you can really meet others who are struggling with that uh, in their own lives. And, and it really is not entitlement in the sort of political pop cultural you know general term that you hear people like it's really this uh sense of you know the the joy of yeah. doing 
right things hard ways or hard things the right way and yeah. just the joy that comes from uh, not looking to anybody else to to you know prop you up in that and it's really yeah it's really good another really good one is a book by Claudia Kolker called The Immigrant Advantage mm-hmm. um, and it and it's just a book from again long before there was a big you know what we work with with new Americans and immigrants uh, long before that was on the radar this book is probably 15 years old mm-hmm. but it was just this collection of sort of uh, in-depth journalistic stories about what we can learn from newcomers to America mm-hmm. about health and happiness and family and community and, wow. and it's a fantastic wow. short book called The Immigrant Advantage and then the other two are both ones from Plow Publishing which is one of my favorite publishers it's a, uh, a pacifist Hutterite community uh, yes, yeah yes, I know this yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, so they have a fantastic quarterly, it. some of the best literature that's out there. But they re-release or release books, and there is a, a collection of the writings of Philip Britz, who was a British um, plow community member who left uh, England during the Second World War because the German members of the plow community were told that they would either have to go to internment camps or leave the country. And so the entire community uprooted and moved to Argentina. Wow. Uh, and and he was a, he's a, a horticulturalist mm-hmm. who um, uh, was also a poet. And he oh, wow. had some amazing writings and, the, and, the, and is a a collection called Water at the Roots mm-hmm. and it is just these sort of reflections and poems and essays of this horticulturalist wow. uh, and he unfortunately he passed away at a very young age about in his early 30s of a tropical disease uh, again their community was new to mm-hmm. to living in a tropical environment and uh, uh, but his collected writings were pretty extraordinary really wow. encouraging just about again ideas of community and simplicity and being connected to uh, not just the community around you but the earth on you know the earth beneath your feet yeah. and and, uh, and then the other is uh, a copy of uh, Oscar Romero's uh, The Scandal of Redemption. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you got to pick that up and read it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writings of Oscar Romero are really uh, from a standpoint of um, peacemakers and Christian philosophers. He was a, a stunning mind, but Scandal of Redemption is a great read, too. Awesome. Wow. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, just like the episode, I feel like that was very in-depth and a lot to take in. <laughs> I'm, no, in a good way. Like, I'm really excited. Like, I'm, all of these I want to add to my list because I don't think I've read any of them. And so... I look forward to checking them out. Well, you definitely should. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Ryan. Yeah, you too. It's good to see you, brother. And we're back here at the book festival. We ran into another friend of ours, Mary Louise. Louise. How's it going, Mary Louise? Great. Great. Glad to be here. We are curious. curious. Uh, How has the book festival been for you today? We're kind of nearing the end of the day. How have you enjoyed the Decatur Book Festival? I really enjoyed it. I came here last year, met you guys here as well. Sorry about that. Cool. Nice, cool, breezy afternoon. And I've enjoyed going around to the booths and meeting new people. Catching up with old friends. It's been good. Awesome. awesome. Now I just have to ask, of course, because of the uh, the podcast title, what are you reading? Well, uh, funny you should ask that. I'm uh, currently reading a book by Rick Bragg, who has been on the agenda hey. for the festival. Unfortunately, I miss seeing him. He's got a new book out, but um, I'm actually reading a collection of stories called My Southern Journey. Mm. Um, he writes for Southern Living and... His collection is a bunch of stories about the South and different nuances, so I really enjoyed his writing. And he also works at the University of Alabama, where I work as well, so it's kind of cool. Awesome. So you missed him, but you may, you never know, you may just run into him one day. Yeah, exactly. His building is right next to mine, so technically we're colleagues. Um, But yeah, he's a great writer, and I've enjoyed um, reading his stuff. Awesome. Well, thank you, Mary Lou. It's always good to see you. Yeah, great. Thanks.
and we're back here at the book festival and we've run into another past guest of the podcast we're so happy to see him steve mcconaughey of southern fried karma uh, how's it going? What, how is everything at the book festival so far? I can tell you this, fe- this year the festival has been fantastic. Uh, I don't know, maybe it's our second year having a booth, but just the number of people that we're interacting with and telling our story to, it's, it's been tenfold of what it was last year. Oh, that's awesome. And, and we're really excited. We're really excited about this. It's been great. That's great. What are some updates from the uh, from Southern Fried Karma? Well, it sounds like there's a lot going we've on. We've got a few things going on. We've got... Uh, we got our, uh, our our press, SFK Press, has got, we have six six titles coming out this fall, uh, two that came out in August, and we got four more coming out between now and, and October 22nd. We got a full slate for 2019, 10, for 10, 2019, and we're working wow, on man. 2020, then we're starting to, <laughs> we're, I'm getting overwhelmed thinking about it, my man. Then we got a, a, a nonfiction imprint called Blissful Beings that we started. That's awesome. The zine is growing to over, Almost 1,400 subscribers. Uh, we're, we're starting our, our, our independent bookstore, um, Southern Fried Books, stores y'all love in, in, the, in downtown Noonan. Uh, we did our first uh, film development project um, called, uh, it's, a, it's a film called Shadow Girls. It'll be coming out in 2019. So That's we're, awesome. we're in the, we're, we're, you know what? I can actually tell people, no joke, we are a multimedia company. Yeah. <laughs> we're, in, we're in every bit of, 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 of storytelling. We're really excited awesome. about it. We, we have decided that we are a mission with a business. Yeah. And so that's how that's we've awesome. been operating. And so we're just doing as much as we can. That's awesome. Now, are you, when you're here at the festival, are you able to, to leave the booth for a little while and explore it all? Or are you pretty, st- I mean, is it, it seems like it's pretty crazy. You're, it's, <laughs> it, it's been, today has been busy since 10 o'clock. Wow. I've been to the, uh, I've been the the the, the uh, porta potty twice and the coffee shop twice. There's a neat little independent coffee shop. Y'all can't tell, but I just pointed to yeah. it towards right down here on West Pond. So we've I've been there three times there. So it's been it's been great. Awesome. Now I always have to ask, of course, uh, what are you reading? Anything you're really excited about? Yeah. So I I, I went to a seminar this this uh, this summer in in Tallinn, Estonia. And met an author named Stephen Kotler. He was one of the speakers there, and I bought his book called Stealing Fire. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I was reading it on the airplane on the way back from Estonia to the States. And I'm reading, and I look up, and getting on the airplane is Stephen Kotler. <laughs> I said, "Dude, this is going to be a little awkward, but I'm reading your book right here." That's awesome. Yeah. So that, that's see, Stealing Fire. It's a great book about about getting in the flow and the mm-hmm. four ways to get in the flow and increasing yeah. increasing your uh, the rate that you're happy. Yeah. And there is nothing wrong That's with awesome. being happy. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Steve. Yeah, it's yeah, always good to you. see you. I really appreciate you. Good to see you guys. Awesome. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. All right, we're back here wandering the uh, Decatur Book Festival, um, enjoying the br- very brief shade right now. And we have another person who would love to share a couple books that she's reading. Can you tell us your name and what you do? I am Cynthia Briscoe Brown. I'm an, a book lover, an Atlanta native, and an elected member of the Atlanta Board of Education. Awesome. And we could tell when we asked you about sharing what you're reading, we could tell that you're a book lover because you were having to go through like, okay, what am I going to want to share about? <laughs> Which one? Which books? And so I was like, oh yeah, this is someone we definitely want to talk to. So can you share maybe a book or two, what you're currently reading and, or maybe you just read that you really loved? 
I had to think about it because I've got so many, but two books that I have recently finished that have really made an impact on me in very different ways. Uh, first, Beverly Daniel Tatum's Why Are All the Black Kids Sitting Together in the Cafeteria? She's here at the festival. Uh, she has been a real supporter of Atlanta Public Schools and of our kids uh, in the work that I do where all 52,000 students in Atlanta Public Schools are my kids and I love each of them individually and specifically. For me, being able to get into the heads of those kids and figure out how we can help our schools become more inclusive, more welcoming, uh, and, and more of a community for each and every one of our kids was really transformational. Oh, kind wonderful. of at the other end of the spectrum, I am a big fan of historical fiction mm -hmm. because for me the fascination of history is being able to step into a world that I don't currently inhabit. Mm -hmm. uh, I have just finished Ken Follett's uh, last book in the Kingsbridge trilogy called A Column of Fire. Uh, that began oh, decades ago with Pillars of the Earth mm -hmm. and then worked through World Without End and this is the third one in the series. And uh, as, uh, as a member, uh, as a as a historical fiction fan uh, who has lived in England and spent a lot of time traveling in both England and France, uh, I'm, I was fascinated by watching the town as a character and the cathedral as a character move through history and wow. have an effect on so many lives. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, those are some yeah. great recommendations. The first book you mentioned actually literally three days ago found it at a library. I was just randomly, I knew it's been on my list for a while and I saw it, I'm like, okay, I'm going to actually read it. <laughs> you need so. to go hear her speak when she's here later. Mm -hmm. It is nonfiction, and this is actually the 20th anniversary edition. Wow. The, oh my goodness, 20 years. It's both, it is really frustrating for me to know how little has changed yeah. Yeah. in 20 years. It's yeah. my job to not have that indictment yeah. 20 years from now. Yeah. And that's a lot of what we do in Atlanta Public Schools and on the Board of Education. Yeah. Well, can you share, well, can so you, you mentioned share, you're visiting, visiting, you're visiting that, that, that Are there any are other there panels any other or any discussions or, discussions or authors that you're looking, that looking forward to seeing throughout the, 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 the festival? The festival? I, I have, again, again, historical fiction mm -hmm. and my work on the board. I have, I have recently come, come from Robert Olin Butler's talk on his historical fiction novels. Paris After Dark is his most recent one, which takes place during the First World War. I am now now headed to Gregory, to Gregory Ellison, Ellison mm -hmm. who is an Atlanta, an Atlanta Public Schools graduate, mm -hmm. a proud mm -hmm. alum and a professor at Emory, at Emory. and, and uh, he is also, also talking about issues, issues of race oh, yeah. and a building community within our society. Wow. Yeah. That's great. really interesting that the festival doesn't just focus on books, you know, that it actually focuses I, on community I, mm -hmm. and togetherness and that's just really great that you have yeah. the opportunity to go there and, and see these people. That's something that's I've, something seen, I've evolve. seen evolve. We have been, we have been to, to all, all but two, two of these. Of these. Uh, we missed, uh, the, we very missed the very first one, one and we missed one four years, ago, four years ago when our son started college, started college in Minnesota, in Minnesota the same weekend. Mm -hmm. But we've been to but every, been to every other, other one and, and I have seen it evolve from just authors coming to talk about books to really trying to to live, to live into, into a mission, a mission of, inclusion, of inclusion, of building and, and being a community. Wow. And as John, and as John Pavlowitz just, just said a few minutes ago, a few minutes ago <laughs> 
out so hard, out his, so talk, hard his talk. That, that's what, that, that's what we have to be doing in this world, in this world today. today. Yeah. We've, got we've got to be and build, and build community together because, because if we don't, we're just sunk. Yeah. That's true. Thank you so much yeah, for speaking with really, us. Sure, we really sure. appreciate it a lot. Thank you so much, Cynthia. And enjoy the rest of the festival. I will. <laughs> I will. You too. Thanks. Hooray. Thanks.